The following is another Classic Hits Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents High School Basketball. Snell gets to Smith. Smith's going to dribble that left side and hit a nice little runner. There was a little ball screen there. Miranda Smith from about 12 feet away, elevated, hit the shot. Tonight, it's a Highway 30 battle in Sheldon as the Bulldogs battle the Gibbon Buffaloes. High School Basketball and KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. Gruel try to get it to Ortgiesen. Bombeck knocked it away. The ball's loose and it'll be stolen away. Turnover. Falcons up ahead. Ullman, he's free. He'll score. Seven points now for Jaden. 36-21. The holidays are over and a second portion of the basketball season begins tonight with the squads looking to start 2017 off on a winning note. It's the Buffaloes and Bulldogs coming up next. But for the new Tech Seed pregame show, we'll take it live to Shelton with KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good evening, everyone, and Happy New Year. It is time for our first basketball action of the 2017 calendar year. And we've got a little Highway 30 battle. We'll see the Gibbon Buffaloes and the Shelton Bulldogs here tonight on our network of stations, Platte River Radio Group of Stations. We've got two other contests tonight. You can join Mike Will over at Minden as the Whippets are taking on Adams Central, getting underway here at the top of the hour. And then the Carney High boys are home tonight to take on Fremont. That's a makeup game from the uh, bad weather that we had in the middle of January or of uh, December. And so it's just a varsity 7-15 game tonight at Carney High against the Fremont boys. And you'll be able to hear that on ESPN. 1460. Of course, all of our games are available online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Glad to have you with us. Jeff Ekstrom taking care of all that is going on back at the studios. These are not the only games going on tonight. A couple more in the Tri-Cities. It's the Battle of Northwest and Central Catholic tonight, and Hastings St. Cecilia is taking on Sandy Creek tonight as well. Some other games that are on this uh, Tuesday the 3rd. Uh, Alma is at home against Northern Valley, Kansas. Ord is in Cozad tonight. Arcadia Loop City battling Fullerton. Lawrence Nelson is at Giltner. Axtell is just down the road at Kennesaw. Also, Elwood is at SEM. Silver Lake is at Superior. And Centura is east at Sutton. We will take a break and take a look at the starting lineups for tonight's game. It's a couple of teams that they're below 500. There's no doubt about it. But could be some competitive matchups tonight. You throw a little rivalry in there. Now they're not conference rivals, but... Obviously, Shelton Gibbon, especially on the boys' side, they play baseball together in the summer. Uh, They know a lot of each other just down the road. A lot of activities that these youngsters have played in together. Today they play a part as Gibbon takes on Shelton. Shelton uh, came oh so close on the girls' side to breaking the long losing streak in the holiday tournament, falling to Silver Lake by just three points. And they're starting to do a little bit better offensively. Uh, this is a team that only averages in the uh, 26 to 27 point range over their last four contests. For Gibbon, uh, the longtime legend Jim Martinson has taken over the program, an old school coach, getting them to play tough nosed basketball and has put three wins on the record so far this season. Same story on the boys' side. Uh, Shelton has played some decent basketball, but they've only got the one win to show for it, while Gibbon also has three wins on 
the season. So we'll see how it plays out tonight. And the girls' game is up first. We'll look at the lineups in a minute. Larry's Market in Shelton provides you with fresh foods right in your own hometown. Check out the fresh produce and meats. With weekly specials, you will save even more by shopping local. Don't forget, Larry's has movie rentals, party supplies, such as balloons, deli trays, and deli sandwiches. Everything you need in Shelton. Why shop anywhere but Larry's Market in Shelton? Best of luck, Bulldogs. The spirit of success. You see it all over town. People who take pride in giving their best. At the Exchange Bank of Gibbon, we understand what it takes to succeed. That's why we are there for you every day, making your life better and our community stronger, all while striving for your success, helping you develop and grow. That's the goal of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon. Banking made simple. See the professional staff of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon today. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. For Gibbon, number five is a five foot six inch freshman, Bailey Rockefeller. Number 10 is a five foot eight inch junior, Ellie Snell. She is the team's leading scorer, about 15 points per ball game. Number 12 is a five five junior, Miranda Smith. Number 32, a five seven junior, Sydney Kroll. And number 40, a five eight junior, Parker Kenton. Head coach is Jim Martinson, assisted by Craig Draper and Haley Hartman. Three and five for the Buffs. For Shelton, number 24 is a 5'4 junior, Nadia Pignon. Number 30, a 5'7 junior, Bree Kennedy. Number 32, a 5'5 senior, Kelsey Oliver. Number 34, a 5'3 junior, Jalissa Sinner. And number 54, 5'4 senior, Megan Toppelmeyer. The head coach is Will Reutzel in his first year with the Bulldogs, assisted by Becca Etherton. They played just six games because they were weathered out twice they had a 20-day break. They played December 9th, and then they did not play again until they went down to the Silver Lake Holiday Tournament on the 29th. So they had a long, long break in there just kind of when they needed some ball games. So they've only got six games so far under their belt. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Take a look at the injury situation that has befallen the Gibbon Lady Buffs, Morgan Watkins-Meyer, a junior uh, busted her knee up, tore her knee up, and uh, she is out for the season. And that will uh, hurt the given depth, of course. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. For Shelton, they're pretty good with their varsity uh, as far as the injuries go. They'll run out the uh, 10 that they have suited up and look to improve on their game coming out of the holiday tournament and the very close loss last time out to Silver Lake. We'll take a break and tip it off as the Shelton Bulldogs and Gibbon Buffaloes give us an area battle tonight on KKPR-FM. Kearney, Gibbon, Shelton, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Clipper Publishing wishes all area teams good luck in the game. Clipper Publishing is proud of the successful athletes from Shelton, Gibbon, and Wood River and look forward to supporting and reporting on all the game's activities in the Shelton Clipper, the Gibbon Reporter, and Wood River Sunbeam. Go to clipperpubco.com every day for daily updates on events happening in Shelton, Gibbon, and Wood River. Why wait till Thursday for your local news updates? Subscribe to one of the weekly newspapers and go to clipperpubco.com for daily updates. 
This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams is your full-service grocery store with the meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service. Adams Corner Market features Chester's Fried Chicken in their deli every day, so stop in before the game and get your dinners made for you from Adams Corner Market. Best of luck to all the area athletes. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. The Shelton Locker in Shelton is a very proud supporter of the Bulldogs and would like to take the time to wish the athletes and coaches good luck in the game tonight. We know how hard each of you work in and out of the game, and we're so lucky to be part of an encouraging team here in Shelton and love serving such a great community for years. So when you're looking for the freshest meat and the friendliest people, Shelton Locker is the place to go. Shelton Locker says, Go Bulldogs! And welcome back to Shelton High School. Our national anthem is in the book, and we are ready for some high school basketball. You take a look at Gibbon. They're averaging about 42 points a game. As we said, Ellie Snell, their leading score, about 15.5 points. Everything after that, pretty balanced. Uh, You've got Rockefeller and Smith and uh, Kenton all in that five- to six-point range. For Shelton, as we said, they're only averaging about 27 points a game these last four contests, so they don't have a big-time leading score. Pinon is uh, leading them in scoring, but uh, nobody, of course, approaching uh, double digits. We're about ready to get things going, and you've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show, proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed, your yield leaders. Contact the New Tech Seed dealer New Year, near you for all your seed needs. They're proud to support our area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. The home white and blue trim for Shelton, the darker blue and red and white trim for the Gibbon Lady Buffaloes, who will go from left to right, Shelton right to left. The ball is in the air, and the opening tap is going to be controlled by the Gibbon Buffaloes, and here we go. Shelton had been playing zone the last time we saw him against Wilcox Hildreth, and with the way things have gone, they try to try to stay in that, but it looks like they're going to come out and match up at a man-to-man to get the basketball game going. So Gibbon with the ball at the top of the circle, works it around on the right perimeter. They'll get it into Snell's hands. She'll start to drive and kick it back out. Ball fake, Kroll. Back out on the wing behind the arc to Snell, and very patient here on the opening possession. Given when they have success, we expect to see the press and uh, force some turnovers, maybe pick up a few easy layups. But right now, given not getting anything done on this opening possession, just holding the ball at the top of the circle, Rockefeller, now the freshman drives, kicks it into the left corner to Parker Kenton, who has to go back out top to Smith. So I'm not sure that Gibbon was expecting to see man-to-man out of Shelton here, and that may be slowing him up a little bit here. We have already run down a minute in the first quarter, and we have not taken a shot yet. Gibbon has possession of the basketball. On the left wing with it is Sidney Crowell up top. It's going to be picked off finally by Sinner. Sinner heads the other way. Jump stop, and the layup won't go. Got her own rebound, and it won't go. This time Gibbon's able to pull it down, and that will be uh, Haley 
Blackburn gets it up the floor. Shot is missed. She'll get the rebound, put it up again. No good. And the second rebound is going to be brought down by... Let's redo that. Uh, Miranda Smith had the rebounds, and then the rebound is brought down by Bree Kennedy after Shelton got the ball. They'll take the jumper from the right side. No good by center. The rebound comes down to the Buffaloes, and now we've got our pages turned the right way. Ellie Snell has it. Goes coast to coast. Runs down the middle of the lane. It's good. Snell had a defender on her right, so she kind of switched the hands and put it up over the front of the rim in the first bucket of the ball game. Does belong to Gibbon, and the trap is on. Gibbon will force the turnover. Shelton got it into the front court, but then that last pass sailed into the crowd, and the Bulldogs will settle back on defense. Buffalo's Bulldogs, Gibbon, Shelton. As we are underway here, two minutes into the ballgame, Gibbon has the first bucket from Ellie Snell. And she will bring the ball across the timeline. Miranda Smith, bounce pass over on the right side of the key against the man-to-man. Up top, Kenton's going to try a three-pointer. It's all the way down and out. No good. Rebound brought down by Kelsey Oliver. And we go the other way. Shelton doesn't really have a breakneck speed point guard. So they'll lob it inside. And the shot's going to be blocked from behind by Ellie Snell. Looked like a good pass from Toffelmeyer, but it allowed Gibbons' defense to slide down and get a handle the basketball. Here's Bailey Rockefeller into the front court. Bounce pass out between the circles as they try to get their offense set. 2-0 given. 5-20 to go here in the first quarter of play. Work the ball to the top of the circle to Parker Kenton. Kenton will dribble in place and then get rid of the ball to Miranda Smith. Holding the ball. Smith gets it over on the right side, driving on the right baseline as Smith gets it into the double team, kicks it back out. Three-pointer Snell is off the front of the iron, no good, and nobody can run down the rebound. It is off the Buffaloes and Shelton basketball. Shelton not even back in school, folks. Uh, some of those, most of them, most of the folks back to school today, but Shelton, the kids don't report until Thursday. And so uh, you can know that they've been practicing a little bit and coming out of the uh, holiday tournament, but it's always weird. Coaches hate it when you're not in school the day you play as they spread the defense. Lob it back door, and there's Bree Kennedy on the layup. And Shelton will tie the ball game up 2-2 in a fast-moving on the clock first quarter because there hasn't been much going out of bounds. 4.30 to go here. No fouls have been called yet. Playing against the zone. And it'll be given basketball up top. Ellie Snell trying to spread the floor, find some cutters against this zone or against the man-to-man. They had to be expecting zone, driving the baseline, running into Toffmeyer, running out of space, kick it to the other side, and it'll be Rockefeller with the 10-foot jumper, no good. Rebound will be pulled down by Sidney Kroll. And Gibbon will rotate it over to the right side to Rockefeller, back to the top of the circle. We may see a timeout here from Coach Martinson. He's a little agitated over on the sideline, just not seeing real – I mean, the kids are moving but the ball's not moving with them as they try to bounce pass it in the lane, corralling it, laying it up as Ellie Snell made a catch of a pretty darn good bounce pass and lays it up and in for her second bucket, 4-2 to two in favor of Gibbon. 3.40 to go here in the quarter. Shelton breaks the press. Toffelmeyer lobs it underneath. Another layup that won't go. It hit the iron. Kennedy, rebound brought down by Sinner. She'll throw it towards the rim, no good. And Parker Kenton will come out of there with it for Gibbon, and she'll push the ball up the floor with a right-hand dribble all the way to the paint, puts up the 10-footer and hit it. Nice job by Kenton getting the board at one end and uh, taking it all the way to the other, and we have a... Timeout on the floor. I think Gibbon 
was trying to call the timeout before the ball was inbounded, and the ball got inbounded, but they're going to go ahead and grant the timeout to the Buffaloes. With 3.14 to go here in the first quarter of play, it is given six Shelton two. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. LaserTech has been putting the surf back in service for over 17 years. LaserTech can help you with all your printer needs, new and reconditioned units, multifunction units, and fax machines, or cartridges and accessories for an existing printer. LaserTech technicians are dispatched quickly, utilizing the latest technology, giving you same-day, next-day service. With LaserTech, trouble-free solutions are only a phone call away. Know how to find the right solution for your business. The solution is how LaserTech is helping businesses, doing what can be done every day. I want to thank Athletic Director Ron Blaze, the crew here at Shelton, as always, for their hospitality. Of course, a lot of friendly faces out there when you get a game between two towns that are only six miles apart. Everybody kind of knows everybody, and Shelton will have the basketball. They trail 6-2 to two with 3-10 now and the clock running. As they bring the ball up the floor, trying to stay away from the pressure is going to be Pinon. She'll bring it to the top of the circle, use the dribble up, swing it over on the right side to Oliver. Kelsey puts up a 15-footer. It's no good. Rebound is tapped out, and Rockefeller will have it. She's sprinting to the other end. It's a two-on-two. Gives it to the trailer, and Snell pulls up from six. It's off the iron, no good. And the rebound pulled down by Bree Kennedy. And now Shelton's turn. They've had some looks inside, but when you haven't scored a lot, and you have trouble scoring, sometimes you forget that you're so wide open as the jumper from 16, Oliver, is off the iron, no good. Another long rebound comes out to Rockefeller. The freshman goes coast to coast, puts it up too strong, and the ball will be corralled here by Rockefeller. She stayed with it and got her third board out to the free throw line. The jumper, Snell, no good. Kenton tries to get the rebound, but it's on the baseline before she can get to it. Into the ball, game will be Lauren Hendrickson, the 6'2 sophomore. And it's such a key, if they can get the ball down to her, you've not, it doesn't matter what level or what class you're playing at. If you can have 6-1, 6-2, or 6-3, boy, that's such an asset. And Shelton just hasn't been able to utilize her as much as they had hoped because they don't get into the half court very often. As the ball is dribbled off the foot of Ellie Snell into the back court, we're going to wrestle for it, get a jump. The arrow will point the way of Shelton, so they'll hold on to the basketball. It's one of those where she was trying to cross over the dribble and bounced it right off the foot of Snell, but Shelton will hold on the basketball. Two minutes to go here in the first quarter. It's a 6-2 given lead in our girls' contest. Coach Reuter all the way out to almost midcourt trying to give his girls some instructions. Pinon gives it on the screen underneath and traveling with the basketball. Jalissa Center. Center turned, thought she was a little closer to the bucket, and then she also saw Hendrickson wide open and just... Didn't know what to do. Shoot, pass, dribble, and by the time she made up her mind, it was the second Shelton turnover. Back to the bench now. Coming in for Shelton, we've got Haley Blackburn. And in for Gibbon, Bree Bailey and Brianna Cranow. pair of juniors here for Coach Martinson. 145 to go in the first quarter. 6-2, to two, Gibbon with the lead. Ellie Snell has a couple of buckets here for the Buffaloes. And Smith will bring the ball up the floor, swing it over on the weak side. That's the right side to Bailey. Back up Smith, looking inside for Cronow. They get it to her. She backs her way in. Turnaround jumper, no good. Well defended by Hendrickson. Fighting for the loose ball. It goes out of bounds, and Brianna can't quite grab it in time. It'll be Shelton basketball. That could be a pretty good battle in there between the six-footer Cronow and the 6'2 sophomore Hendrickson. Shelton 
waiting to get somebody checked in here. They had already got the ball in play when the buzzer sounded, so waiting to check in will be Jarissa's center. And Shelton will have the ball. Top of the circle with it. Kick it on the right wing. Driving in will be Pignon. Cut off there. Bounces to the block. Back out to Nadia. And she'll reset it up at the top of the circle. Again, the ball dribbled off a knee. We've got a jump ball, and this time it will go to Gibbon. So now center is able to check into the ball. Game with 108 to go here in the first quarter. But not a lot of baskets, so not a lot of pressure. And it's 6-2 here in quarter number one. High school hoops. First games of 2017 on Classic Hits. Gibbon tries to add to the lead here. Bailey with it on the right wing. Back up top, Smith. Left side, Snell outside the arc. Wants to bounce it inside to Kenton. Turnaround jumper. Was it partially touched? Yes, it was. That was good defense inside there by center. And it'll be off of Shelton. Gibbon will get it underneath their own hoop. They'll line everybody up at the free throw line and break from there. Looking, looking for the late... Break to Cranown. She'll take the turnaround jumper on the block. No good. Again, well defended by Hendrickson. The ball bounces around. It's off of Kenton and ends up in the hands of Pinon. 40 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Pushing the ball up the right side is Kennedy. Fires it underneath, and it's through the hands of Hendrickson. Well, we saw them just a little less than a month ago. Third game of the year at Wilcox Hildreth. They are moving the ball better, the Shelton girls are, than what we saw on that night. But they're still having some turnover problems. Maybe just a little anxious once they get the ball underneath. As Gibbon will bring the ball up. Shelton tries to press, but driving right by that will be Bailey. Bailey kicks it back out to Smith. Miranda over to Bailey on the right wing. Still looking for Crane out. Hendricks in front, sir. So Smith drives the ball. Knocked away there. Pignon got a partial block on it. It's picked up by Snell. Snell will fire an off-balance jumper and draw the foul. That's the first foul of the game on either team. Goes on Jarissa Center. And at the line to shoot two will be Ellie Snell. And the first one is up and in. Snell has five of the seven points for Gibbon, Rockefeller, and Kroll re enter the game, which is 17 seconds to go here in quarter number one. Second free throw for Snell, and it's up and in. So she's well on her way offensively. 8-2 now in favor of Gibbon. Shelton's got 17 seconds to get his shot away. Bringing the ball up is Kelsey Oliver. Goes to the high post. Turnaround jumper center off the iron. No good. Rebound grabbed by Ellie Snell. She's at midcourt with five. She's well defended. She brings it all the way to the baseline. Throws the shot up. It's no good. And that is the end of the first quarter of play. Well, the defense has been pretty good. We've seen some missed shots. Gibbon's been able to get a few more in. It's the Buffaloes 8. Shelton 2 after 1 here on Classic Hits. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Larry's Market in Shelton provides you with fresh foods right in your own hometown. Check out the fresh produce and meats. With weekly specials, you will save even more by shopping local. Don't forget, Larry's has movie rentals, party supplies, such as balloons, deli trays, and deli sandwiches. Everything you need in Shelton. Why shop anywhere but Larry's Market in Shelton? Best of luck, Bulldogs. 
Well, after one quarter of play, Gibbon leads Shelton by a score of 8-2 here on Classic Hits. Adams Central and Minden underway on the breeze, 94.5, and we're an hour away from Kearney High boys basketball as they host Fremont 7-15 on ESPN 14-60. It will be Shelton basketball to start the second quarter of play. And the inbounds pass comes out of the wing to center, tries to go down low, and Hendrickson, the ball far away from her. So that's the fifth turnover for Shelton. Gibbon had one in the first quarter. Rebounds nine for the Buffaloes, seven for Shelton. Ellie Snell has six of the eight points for Gibbon, and Smith will bring the ball up the floor here for the Buffaloes' first possession of the second quarter. Bounce pass over on the right wing to Rockefeller. Up top to Smith. Trying to look inside to Snell. The ball is knocked away and out of bounds. Fronting her was Haley Blackburn. Stepped around, flicked it away. And so Kenton will throw it in for Gibbon. Kenton looking, lobs it on the short block, gets it to Kroll. She's double teamed, kicks it on the wing. Rockefeller, 16-footer, no good. And was it tipped? No, it's just going to go out of bounds to Shelton. Most of the college squads get underway again tomorrow. Hastings College taking on Mount Marty. And the Husker women welcoming in third-ranked Maryland. The Husker men go to Iowa Thursday. UNK is home Thursday against Southwest Baptist. Kind of a light high school schedule, by the way, on Thursday. There's a few games in the area. Kearney Catholic heads down to Wood River. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Right now, though, the ball's picked off. Miranda Smith out ahead of the pack, and she'll go in for the layup. First bucket for Smith, and it is 10-2 in favor of Gibbon. They put on a little 1-2-2 zone trap. Pinon brings it across the timeline, tries to back out of that, and then attack it. All five girls are around her, so everybody's open underneath. They get it there, the turnaround jumper center, and she is fouled. Boy, that zone just collapsed on Pinon at the top of the key, and if you can get the ball out of there, then everybody's open, but if you can't, you're going to run into some trouble. It's been a 50-50 deal. The foul was on Sidney Kroll, the first of the game on Gibbon. And the first free throw for the junior, Jarissa Center, is off the iron, no good. And we are going to have a timeout on the floor here for Coach Reutzel trying to get things going for Shelton offensively. 6.57 to go in the first quarter of, or the second quarter of play. It is Gibbon 10. Shelton 2, this time out brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown Carney for a free estimate. The spirit of success. You see it all over town. People who take pride in giving their best. At the Exchange Bank of Gibbon, we understand what it takes to succeed. That's why we are there for you every day, making your life better and our community stronger, all while striving for your success, helping you develop and grow. That's the goal of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon. Banking made simple. See the professional staff of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon today. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Glad to have you along with us, Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, as we are playing a little high school basketball. Out of the timeout for Shelton, we'll get a second free throw on the way for center. It is no good, and Rockefeller will run down the loose basketball. The freshman actually has four to lead everybody so far in the game. 
Down the floor to Smith. Into the corner to Kroll. Back out top to Miranda. Bulldogs staying in a matchup. Driving the baseline and getting cut off there by Blackburn. So they'll kick it out top. Smith comes down the lane. Lost her, tra- lost her balance and traveled the basketball. And that'll be turnover number two here for the Buffaloes. So back over to Shelton. Looking to get any offense going that they can. They have had some opportunities underneath. And just had a bunch of them roll off the rim. Here again, a long pass underneath. But Kenton steps in front of center and takes the basketball away. And she'll push the ball up the floor. Parker keeps on going. Nobody's going to stop her, so she'll bring it into the lane and draw the foul. So Kenton being aggressive. The foul called on Haley Blackburn. That'll be her first. And Kenton will go to the line to shoot two. Had a bucket back in the first quarter, kind of on a similar play. As she brought it up, nobody was able to get in her way, and she took it in and scored. Here, the free throw will hit the front of the iron, and no good. So Kenton tries again. And it's up and bouncing around and in. So Kenton hits one of two, and it is 11-2. to two. So Shelton will bring the ball up the floor here, needing to get something going to get their crowd into it a little bit. And as they come across the timeline, a reach in, knocking the basketball away. Foul called on the Buffaloes. And that will go on Miranda Smith. That'll be her first, second foul of the half. So the Shelton basketball center trying to get it down low to Hendrickson. Gibbon knew it was coming. It's picked off, and Ellie Snell is headed the other way. Dishes it off at the last moment for Smith. Going to be blocked underneath there by Hendrickson, and Shelton comes away with a basketball. Good defense again. Hendrickson's playing good D. Now they need to get it to her on offense because she is the tallest player on the floor, and they get it to her on the high post. Kenton reaches in and knocks it away, and that is the ninth turnover for the Bulldogs. Kenton looks down the floor, but nobody's open, so she'll hand it off to Smith. Miranda, top of the key, goes left wing to Rockefeller, tries to lob it inside. Hendrickson knocks it away, and Gibbon has their third turnover. A jump ball, though, just as we say that, and the arrow will point the way of Gibbon. So they never never did cleanly get it out of there, so I guess we can't call that a turnover. It's just a jump ball, and Gibbon gets the ball underneath their own hoop. So Kenton to throw it in. Bounce pass on the left block. Forcing the issue is going to be Snell, and she'll get the whistle. Ellie's going to go back to the line where she made a couple of free throws earlier. Fouls on Megan Toffelmeyer. That'll be her first and the team's third. 11-2, Gibbon. 5.24 to go here in the second quarter, and the free throw is on the way and good for Snell. Seven points for Gibbon, averaging about 15.5 for the Buffaloes. Second free throw now. Snell puts it up. It is off the front of the iron. No good. Toffelmeyer will get the rebound. Given an interesting team, one that has no seniors and no sophomores. They're either juniors or freshmen. Very interesting. As Shelton continues to try to lob it inside, and Given now has got that game figured out, and Parker Kenton makes another steal. So the shot's not as many of them here in the second quarter for Shelton. Kenton on the right block has to get it back out to Kroll. Toffelmeyer tries to knock it away. There's a block shot inside, but the ball falls into the hands of Kenton, and she'll put it up and in. 14-2 now in favor of Gibbon. Putting that 1-2-2 zone trap on. Pinon throws in the middle of it, gets it into the hands of Jalissa Sinner to Toffelmeyer and back out to Nadia. 
Pinon goes to center at the free throw line. She'll take the jumper. It rolls out no good, and Kenton will grab the rebound. Long outlet pass, and it's a two-on-nothing for Gibbon. Sidney Crow will go in and put it up too strong, no good. Rockefeller gets the rebound, and a foul called on the Bulldogs. This will be called on Haley Blackburn, her second. Back into the ball game, Cranow for Gibbon. And Kelsey Oliver for Shelton. And we're going to get another timeout here for Shelton. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with 4.27 to go in the second quarter of play. It is Gibbon 14 and Shelton 2. Aurora Cooperative wants you to be part of the A-Team. At Aurora Cooperative, we believe in our owners, value their equity, while running a competitive cooperative on their behalf. We do this by proactively putting owners' equity work every day. It's a cooperative building on new-age collaboration, forward-thinking in their ideas, which yields best-in-class results for our owners on their farm or their cooperative and ensures their future. To learn more about what it means to be an A-Team member, contact us at auroracooperative.com or stop in and see your local Aurora agronomist. Aurora Cooperative, putting owners' equity to work. Well, they do got some pretty good food over here at Shelton. You got the chili cheese dog. They got a soup supper going on here as well. So if you're worried about heading over and didn't get any food, don't worry. They got plenty here. Even selling some Boy Scout popcorn out there. Good job. As Gibbon will have it on the inbounds and they lose Cranow on the backside. Get a tour on the right block and Brianna will put it up and get her first bucket of the ball game. 16-2 to Gibbon. As Shelton brings it across the timeline, gets it to Oliver. Left wing, Toffelmeyer ties the lob it inside over the head of Pignon, and it'll be picked off again. That is the seventh turnover now in the second quarter. Shelton had done a better job in the first quarter, but now starting to turn it over as Snell drives. No good. Kenton gets the rebound, has her shot blocked in there by Kennedy, who's going to take it away, and here comes Gibbon defensively back into that zone. Shelton goes to the baseline. Center turnaround jumper. Man, they just don't want to go in. And we've got a jump ball on the rebound between Kenton and Jalissa Center. Arrow points the way of Shelton, so they'll take it out underneath their own hoop. And you'd kind of hope that Shelton, as they get it to the backside here, no shot for Kennedy. She'll kick it into the right corner, and Pignon's got to get out of there. She does and throws it up top to Oliver. Shelton had been struggling offensively. It looked like maybe a little bit better the last couple of games, but just couldn't get anything to go as Kelsey Oliver will take it to the free throw line. She'll put the jumper up and in, so all we had to do is talk about it a little bit. And Shelton finally able to get their second bucket of the ball game. It is 16-4, to 3.20 to go here in the first half. And Gibbon spreads the floor. Top of the key with it, Smith. Bounce pass right side to Snell, who has seven of the 16 points. Tries to get it inside. The ball is taken away by Bree Kennedy. And then the outlet pass almost went all the way, but Smith is there to pick it back off, and that will allow Wackerfeller to go in and finish on the layup. 18-4, Gibbon. First bucket for Rockefeller. Five different players have scored now for the Gibbon Buffaloes, as their defense forces another turnover, Smith comes away with that one. Doesn't have numbers as she's stopped by Pignon and gets it back over to the right side. Trying to get it into Cray now. Drop the ball. Gibbon fourth turnover, and Shelton will slow it down because they don't have anybody up ahead, so just holding on, Jalissa Sinner, and she will find Oliver and hand it to her in the front court. Gibbon really expands, expands that over to Sinner. Sinner takes a 12-footer. Shot no good. Offensive rebound by Kennedy. Gets it to Toffelmeyer. She'll put it up. It's no good. And there's a fight for it. They're going to let them fight for it. And Kenton 
is going to win the tug of war that time for Gibbon. Two minutes to go in the first half. Don't forget, at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. A little preview of the boys' game, first half stats, and a little uh, update on what else is going on in the world of sports. Good ball fake by Rockefeller. And then as she gets down to the secondary defender, she is fouled. And the foul going to be called on Pinon, her first. And a couple of free throws now coming up for Bailey Rockefeller, who got her first bucket just a moment ago. Two free throws here. And the first one is on the way. No good. Checking back in for Gibbon will be Bree Bailey. And they will give Snell a breather. Second free throw, Rockefeller. That's good. So Bailey gets one of two. And now she'll check out, and Sydney Kroll will re-enter. 19-4, Gibbon. 1.52 to go here in the first half of play on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Shelton basketball. Beautiful new facility that we've had here the last couple of years. Still trying to break it in. Pinon with it. Shelton looking for their first win in the new facility for the girls. And as they lob it down low, Kennedy, it's over her head and out of bounds. Again, there have been numerous opportunities in close to the bucket. And Shelton sometimes has missed the shot. Sometimes they don't get the shot. They'll drop the basketball or get it stolen away. Gibbon has not had that happen. They've made the most of their opportunities as they get it into Cranow. She turns into the defender. She runs. The ball pops loose. Kroll will pick it up and draw the foul. So Sydney Kroll, a chance to get her first points of the game as she'll go to the line and shoot two. The foul on Kelsey Oliver will be her first. Sixth team foul of the half on the Buffaloes. And the free throw is spot out. No good. We talked about all the youngsters for Gibbon for Shelton. Just a couple of seniors and Toffelmeyer and Oliver, then a ton of juniors. Second free throw up, and it is in. So Kroll makes one of two, gets her first point of the ball game, and it's 20-4, Gibbon, with a minute 20 to go here in quarter number two. Gibbon extends that zone trap a little bit, and Shelton tries to get it up to Pinon, but they throw it past her outstretched hands. Turnover number 15 of the first half here. For the Shelton Bulldogs, and Kenton will bring it up. Give it off to Bailey on the right wing. Stops there. Good bounce pass. Wrap around the defense to get it to the hands of Smith, who gives it right back over on the right side to Bailey. Still fighting for the basketball, and finally stealing it away, Jalissa Sinner. She poked at it two or three times, finally got it. Now kicks it into the left-hand corner, and hitting the deck is going to be Kelsey Oliver, and the ball goes out of bounds. I think kind of everybody had the same thought here. What just happened? And we've got another timeout here called by Shelton with only 45 seconds to go in the quarter. Oliver took the shot, and then I think when she came down, she just stepped on the foot of the Gibbon defender. And you can't really call a foul on that. And Shelton now has used their third timeout, brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you, local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FD. I see, and still kind of shook up over there after that all happened is center. Now we're ready to go. Just 45 seconds to go here before halftime. Gibbon trying to get another bucket on the board here. Friday night here on Classic Hits will be in Kearney as Kearney Catholic hosts Grand Island Central Catholic. Saturday, 
We'll have Carney High basketball at home against Lincoln Northeast. And here on Classic Hits, the Amherst Wrestling Invitational always bring you their finals. As off the timeout, they set a screen for Kroll. She drives right side, gets to the block, puts the shot up no good. Rebound comes out to Rockefeller. Still 30 seconds to go in the quarter. Over to Kroll again. Needs some help and just kicks it way out top to Miranda Smith. So they can reset it. Smith down to Cranell, working on Toffelmeyer. Turnaround jumper, no good. Everybody trying to grab the basketball, and Shelton will get it with Bree Kennedy, her fourth rebound. 13 seconds to go in the quarter. Long pass down the floor, picked off by Kenton. Kenton needs somebody to get it to and find Smith. Midcourt with five. Smith is wide open, kicks it over to Rockefeller, who gets the 15-footer away at the horn, and that is the end of the first half of play. So, Gibbon making some buckets, and Shelton just not getting them to go into the hoop. It's Gibbon 20, Shelton 4. You're listening to High School Hoops here on Classic Hits. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. Plus the personal service of Steve Barinol, Tino Martina, TM Sporting Goods, on the Bricks, 2217 Central, Downtown Carney, TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. Clipper Publishing wishes all area teams good luck in the game. Clipper Publishing is proud of the successful athletes from Shelton, Gibbon, and Wood River and look forward to supporting and reporting on all the game's activities in the Shelton Clipper, the Gibbon Reporter, and Wood River Sunbeam. Go to clipperpubco.com every day for daily updates on events happening in Shelton, Gibbon, and Wood River. Why wait till Thursday for your local news updates? Subscribe to one of the weekly newspapers and go to clipperpubco.com for daily updates. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at aceracare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. And welcome back to Shelton, where it's time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. At the half, given 20, Shelton 4, the boys' game will follow. You've got a, a Gibbon Ball Club that uh, really has a good basketball player on their hands in uh, Devin Stroh. And uh, then you look at Shelton, they've got a couple of kids who can really get up and down the floor uh, like uh, Jaden Ullman, but uh, they have struggled offensively just to get things rolling. And uh, it could be a pretty competitive ball game uh, tonight for the boys' side. Uh, Gibbon comes in with a record of 3-5 and five on the season. Just played two good teams in the holiday tournament over at Elm Creek. They played the Buffaloes, and then they played Kozad. Their other losses are to St. Paul, Arcadia Loop City, and Adams Central <laughs> All bigger schools than them. They have wins over Silver Lake, Ravenna, and Elwood. Really no middle-of-the-road type of games here for the Gibbon boys. A little hard to tell, but a 53-43 loss to Kozad in their last game out. 
at the Holiday Tournament. For Shelton, they got a win over Franklin before uh, falling to Silver Lake and to Exeter Milligan in the Holiday Tournament. And again, uh, a team that's averaging only about 41 points per ball game offensively. And if they keep it at that pace uh, tonight, they've got a chance uh, against Gibbon. Uh, Gibbon, a ball club that uh, in the games uh, that they've won are averaging about 55 points. In the games that they have lost, they're averaging about 40 points. And so it's pretty easy to tell how things go uh, wins and losses it's easy to throw those numbers out but uh, this is definitely a game that could be in the low to mid 40s and could go either way on the boys side again a reminder that we've got Adams Central and Minden currently airing on classic hits or excuse me on uh, the breeze 94.5 and on ESPN 1460 coming up at 715 it's Carney boys basketball as they take on Fremont and we'll have all that action for you as well and as we said Carney High hosting Lincoln Northeast Coming up on Saturday, 5.15 on ESPN Radio as well. Plenty of uh, radio action, and you can check out the entire schedule online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We've also got a little wrestling at the Amherst Invitational Saturday afternoon here on Classic Hits. Should get underway uh, around 4 o'clock, maybe a little sooner between 3 and 4. Uh, we'll have the action for you on Saturday. We'll take a break, come back, look at some of the first half stats and more after this. This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams is your full-service grocery store with the meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown, personal service. Adams Corner Market features Chester's Fried Chicken in their deli every day, so stop in before the game and get your dinners made for you from Adams Corner Market. Best of luck to all the area athletes. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. Another girls game in the area tonight. Elwood has beaten SEM. They're done already, 38-24. to College hoops. Wisconsin is leading Indiana in a Big Ten top 25 matchup, 34-30 with four minutes to go in the first half. Clemson leads North Carolina, 31-29, four minutes to go first half. Three minutes to go first half. Florida leads Mississippi, 31-20. Another big game tonight, Kansas and Kansas State. Both are 12-1 on the season. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Let's run down the numbers that we have. First off, for Shelton, we have uh, Nadia Pignon with a rebound and a block. Bree Kennedy, two points, four rebounds. Kelsey and a block. Uh, Kelsey Oliver, two points and a rebound. Jalissa Sinner, three rebounds. Lauren Hendrickson, a block shot. Jarissa Sinner and Megan Toffelmeyer, each with one rebound. But uh, Shelton, just four points, 11 rebounds, 0 of 2 at the free throw line. They have not attempted a three-point shot. They have three block shots, 16 turnovers, only four of those in the first quarter. And it looked like they were going to be very competitive here tonight, but then a dozen of them in the second quarter. And you combine that with uh, some missed shots inside eight feet, and that's why they have just the four points here at half. For Gibbon, Bailey Rockefeller, three points and a game-high six rebounds. 
Ellie Snell, the leading scorer, with seven points, two rebounds, and a block. Miranda Smith, two points, two rebounds. Brianna Cranow, two points. Sydney Kroll, one point, one rebound. And Parker Kenton, five points and five rebounds. Given at eight points in the first quarter, 12 in the second, and at the half, 20 points, 16 rebounds, 6 of 10 at the free throw line, 0 of 2 from three-point land, one block, and five turnovers. The only player for either team with multiple fouls is Haley Blackburn for Shelton, who has two. So there is a look at your first-half stats of this evening's girls basketball game. Again, the boys' game will follow, and then more action coming your way Friday and Saturday here on Classic Hits. A couple other things to uh, mention to you. Of course, we're following the developing story at UNK where they continue the search for their new head football coach. Eastern New Mexico's head coach uh, has been offered the job, as we have been able to confirm in footballscoop.com first reported yesterday. Uh, Tracy Clays was fired as Minnesota's head football coach earlier today. Former Nebraska assistant coach Tim Beck is headed to Texas with Tom Herman. Of course, Herman was the OC at uh, te- at uh, Ohio State before going down to Houston and now at Texas. So uh, new staff there, and Coach Beck going to join him there as well. So that was some of the coaching news from earlier today. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. Gibbon, Shelton, the second half is next. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. Life is better with a boat, and the time to buy is now. Buzz's Marine's 39th Annual Used Boat Show is January 7th through the 14th. We offer the state's largest selection of premium used boats, and they are indoors for your viewing pleasure. Get out of the cold and get ready for summer. Head to buzzesmarine.com today to view our used inventory now. Come see us January 7th through the 14th, the best eight days to buy new to you. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. We are now, uh, according to our sources, finding out that uh, the UNK position may be getting closer to being filled. Uh, as reported, Eastern New Mexico's head coach had been offered the job, and we have been told that he has now resigned at Eastern New Mexico. So you can put two and two together, and we may have an announcement here in a very, very short time. 20-4 to four is your score, and Gibbon with the lead here at Shelton. And it should be given basketball to start the second half of play. We'll see if the offenses get going. And, again, I think if they get up and down the floor maybe a little bit, you'll see some more scoring. Uh, Gibbon uh, showed that they can push the ball up the floor. Shelton, they can push the ball, but not all five of them at once as far as uh, out sprinting Gibbon to get back down. So we'll see how she plays out. Original starting five in there as Gibbon tries to lob it inside and over the head of Snell. And they'll turn it over on their opening possession. Pinon will come away with a basketball. Pushes it up the floor, and Smith tries to poke it away, but Nadia picks it back up. Out to the center circle to Kelsey Oliver to the top of the circle. Good bounce pass, Toffelmeyer. One extra pass underneath, and the layup is good. Bree Kennedy. 
Well, they were moving the ball in the first half, but they just couldn't finish like that, and Shelton gets the first bucket here of the third quarter of play. It's up to start the second half on a positive note. Kroll gets it up top. Smith over to Rockefeller. Drives to the baseline, runs into the double team, has to kick it out. Smith has it, drives to the top of the key, kicks it back to Rockefeller. Bounce pass inside, knocked out of the hands of Snell. So given two possessions, two turnovers, Shelton one possession, one bucket. Couldn't be a better start for Coach Reutzel and his girls. And Pinon has it up top. Given trying to match up here. They've played zone. They knock it away, and it'll be a turnover for Shelton. Two on two, pushing it up the floor as Smith brings it in with a left hand, and she'll be fouled as she goes up for the layup, which does not go. So two free throws coming up. The foul will be on Nadia Pignon, her second. First foul of the half on either team. As we said, both teams pretty clean in that regard. So Smith at the line to shoot two, and the first one's right through there. Third point of the ball game for Miranda Smith. Second free throw now for Smith. Couple of dribbles. Throws it up and in. Good rotation on that one. And Smith, two for two at the line. Gibbon now eight of 12 as a club. 22 to six. Gibbon with the lead. Shelton, long pass to get it across the timeline. Center tries to lob it down to Toppelmeyer. Kenton will knock it away and out of bounds. It'll be Shelton ball underneath their own hoop. To throw it in a little deeper in the corner. Kelsey Oliver, they're not right behind the bucket. Oliver off a couple of screens, looks for center. Covered, tries to dump it down low to Kennedy. Knocked away and out of bounds off of Snell. So we'll do it again. Now a little closer to the key, or to the lane, I should say. Lob it up top to Pignon. It's under throw. Rockefeller will steal it away. Up the floor, Bailey with a left hand all the way to the block. Stops and scores. Good job by Rockefeller. She was about to lose control of the basketball, so instead of sprinting in for the layup, she just slowed it down, used a little jump stop, and scored. Now top of the key, Shelton passes up on the three, driving in center, 10-footer, off the heel, no good. Rebound pulled down by Miranda Smith. Smith wants to throw it down the floor to Rockefeller, who grabs it, lays it up, and it spins off the front of the rim, no good. Oliver will get the rebound here for the Bulldogs. Fires it down low to Kennedy. Back to Oliver. She's doubled on the right side of the key. Now popping out on the wing to take it. It'll be Kennedy down to Toffelmeyer. Megan wants to kick it out. Here's a three-pointer on the way. Oliver hit it. Kelsey Oliver drains the three-point bucket. The first one attempted in the game by Shelton. 24-9 Gibbon. 5.40 to go here in the third quarter of play. On Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com, Doug Duda with you as they try to bounce it down low to Snell and another steal by Jalissa Sinner. She's been playing some pretty good defense, and when Hendrickson was in, she didn't allow anything to get scored in the paint. Here's Sinner going to take the shot. I thought she was going to pass it, and then in mid-pass, she decided to shoot it, and the rebound is a tie-up between Parker Kenton and Megan Toffelmeyer, and the arrow points the way of Shelton. Almost went in for center. It was a little different looking, but doesn't matter how, as long as it goes in. And they will lob it in. There's all kinds of Shelton jerseys there, and a foul going to be called as Tuffelmeyer takes it up. It's going to be Bailey Rockefeller with her first personal foul, and just the third overall foul in the game called on Gibbon. Megan Tuffelmeyer has just pulled the switch here. She says, that wasn't me, and she's going to get Bree Kennedy to go to the line to shoot two, 
The first free throw is no good. Like we said, there was about three Shelton Bulldogs there when the ball came inbound. And Toffelmeyer is going to check out. And Hendrickson is going to check in. Second free throw now for Kennedy. It's on the way. Hits the front of the iron. No good. Hendrickson got the rebound. Tries to get it back up. No good. Then the rebound pulled down underneath, but a block by Ellie Snell on Sinner's rebound. And we head the other way where the ball is punched out of bounds by Shelton. 5.05 to go here. Third quarter. Give it on top. Shelton wants to sub again. Jarissa Sinner in. And Haley Blackburn. Coach Reutzel is using about a Seven, eight-gal rotation here. Gibbons used about the same. So Kenton to throw it in underneath their own hoop. Good backside bounce pass is grabbed and scored by Miranda Smith. So well-executed inbound play, and Smith now has six points in the game, 26-9, Gibbon. Young brings it across the timeline, into the trap, then to Blackburn, and Rockefeller went for the steal and ran up the back. That'll be foul number two on Rockefeller. Shelton will inbound it at midcourt in front of their fans on the far side. Blackburn, Pinon, Hendrickson. Then you've also got Oliver and uh, Jarissa Center in there. Bulldogs will get it between the circles. Swing it over to center on the right side. Looking to get it inside. It's going to be knocked away by Snell. We're going to get center to pick it up. She comes inside and then got fouled by Kenton. Everybody was out of position because it looked like they were going to get a tie-up down on the floor, and it spun out of there to center, and Parker Kenton will be called for her first personal foul. Two free throws coming up for Jarissa Center. Missed a couple back into second quarter. Going to have a chance to do something here, but the first one is too strong, no good. And checking into the ball game for Gibbon will be Bree Bailey. Halftime, Adam Central 21, Minden 19. That's currently airing on the breeze. 94.5 in girls hoops. Center's second free throw won't go. Rebound, Hendrickson tips it away. And Shelton will have the basketball. Bree Kennedy. Kennedy gets it underneath, and we've got a foul. And Center's going right back to the line. And Rockefeller now three fouls in three and a half minutes of the third quarter. So Center's... Should be getting comfortable at the line now. Let's see if she can make one, and she does. First point of the game for center. And the second free throw. On the way, and that was a little short. Ball comes down to Bailey for Gibbon. So the Buffaloes on offense, and Miranda Smith will push it across the timeline with a right hand. She'll go to Rockefeller on the right side of the key. Ball fake, gets around her defender, puts up the 10-footer. It's no good. Offensive rebound grabbed by Bailey. She's in a mess of players, so she kicks it out. Rockefeller from the free throw line nails it. She had to kind of recoil there because it looked like a couple of Buffaloes were going to land on her, but able to knock it down. And that's seven points for Rockefeller. Now she makes the steal at midcourt. She's headed in one-on-one, and she'll score. So six quick ones here for Gibbon, 30-10. to 10. They have the lead with 3.50 to go in quarter number three. And Blackburn's going to walk with the basketball. Turnover number 20 in the game for Shelton. You're listening to KKPR-FM, Carney, Gibbon, Shelton, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, on this first Tuesday of 2017. There were a couple of games last night. The Metro Tournament is going on in Omaha. That's the big tournament going on. Central Catholic played Blue Hill last night. 
lot more teams getting involved this evening. 30-10, give it on top here in the girls' portion of our doubleheader. Rockefeller, ball fake, right corner, drives baseline, cut off there by Jarissa Center. Has to get it back out top to Smith, then Blackburn knocks it away, and it's going to roll out of bounds off of Shelton. So Gibbon will throw it in again. Bree Bailey lobs it out to midcourt to Miranda Smith. Guarded by Blackburn. Crossover dribble comes into the paint. Wants the shot. Switches hands. Rolls off the rim. No good. Rebound by Snell, and she is fouled. So Ellie Snell hasn't scored yet in the second half. Is fouled by Lauren Hendrickson. Her first foul. Snell is 3 of 4 at the line. Has 7 points. And we'll get a pair of free throws here. First one is on the way, and it bounces off the rim. No good. After tonight, Gibbon plays at Ord on Friday and is home Saturday against Broken Bow. Shelton goes to Deschler Friday as the free throw is on the way, and it is good. So Snell gets one of two, and it's 31 to 10. Of course, Shelton's got a couple of games to make up from earlier in the season where they were weathered out. With it is Blackburn. She's fouled. Too tight on her is going to be Bree Bailey. First foul on Bailey. Fourth foul of the half here. on Or fifth foul of the half on Gibbon. And they only had two in the entire first half. So getting a little more aggressive. Shelton ball on the baseline. Lob it into Hendrickson. Catches, shoots, hits the rim. Fights for her own rebound. It squirts free out into the hands of Miranda Smith. Smith, one on three. Has to slow it up. Keeps the dribble, though. Then takes the shot. And Hendrickson is going to get the block shot. And now it's a race to the other end for the Bulldogs. And Kelsey Oliver will slow it down. Throws it down to Hendrickson. Got bumped. Shots off the mark. No good. She was just off balance more than maybe got bumped. And the rebound brought down by Snell. 2.45 to go here in quarter number three. A three-pointer on the way for Ellie Snell is too strong. Long rebound comes out to Haley Blackburn and Shelton back in possession. Once again, now they've struggled a little bit offensively after a good start here to the third quarter. Try to get it to Hendrickson. Turns, runs into Cranow. Shot no good. The strong rebound came off the glass pretty hard at Bree Bailey, who's picked up three in a row here. Kicks it off on the left wing. In there is Malia Rivera. It's going to be knocked away, and Gibbon will turn it over for the ninth time in the basketball game. Cranow, Malia Rivera out there, along with Bailey, Smith, and Snell. As the turnaround jumper center is no good, and Snell will pull down the rebound. It looks like both teams getting a little tired. We haven't had a stop in a while. Snell brings it into the paint. Off-balance jumper, no good. Kelsey Oliver has the rebound here for Shelton. She's just going to keep on going all the way to the baseline, try to get the shot away, and it's partially deflected by Miranda Smith. Now we run to the other end, and Smith takes it all the way down, crossover dribble, puts it up, and in. Six of the quarter, eight of the game for Smith, 33-10. to 10, Give it a minute and a half to go here in quarter number three, and a whole host of folks waiting to check in. Shelton will get it across the timeline. Pinon throws it over on the left wing. To Oliver. Oliver off the screen, tries to get it into Hendrickson, and a travel going to be called. And now here come all the players that have been waiting. Kenton and Rockefeller back in for Gibbon. Then Cranow and Bailey and Rivera stay out there. For Shelton, we've got Jaden Branson into the ball game. Then you've got Kennedy and Toffelmeyer. 
along with Jalissa Sinner and Pino on the five on the floor defensively. Rockefeller trying to get the screen and roll, but while she's looking, the ball's picked away by Jalissa Sinner. Sinner all the way to the other end over Kenton. It's too strong. Rebound topped up. Tipped out to Pignon. She takes the eight-footer. It won't go. Comes right back out to her. And now Shelton will try and set up the half-court offense. Over on the right wing, a three-pointer is on the way. No good by Branson. But the rebound, Toffelmeyer picks it back up and scores. So an offensive putback for Megan. She'll have her first bucket, 33-12 given. We're down to 30 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Kenton on the left elbow. Looks for the back cut. Not there. Back to Rockefeller. And another 15-footer is good. So Rockefeller, 8 in the quarter, 11 in the game, and only one of them has been a layup. She's hit a couple of nice free-throw line jumpers. Still 15 seconds here for Shelton to get a shot. They'll get it with center, and it is good. Jalissa knocks down the 12-footer. Now Gibbon has 7 seconds. Rockefeller at midcourt with 5. She recognizes it, keeps on coming all the way down, then has it picked off, and that is the end of the first or the third quarter of play. Another steal by Jalissa Sinner. So we're through three in our girls' contest. Gibbon 35, Shelton 14. The Bulldogs got 10 points in the quarter, 15 for Gibbon. We'll head to the fourth right after this. The Shelton Locker in Shelton is a very proud supporter of the Bulldogs and would like to take the time to wish the athletes and coaches good luck in the game tonight. We know how hard each of you work in and out of the game, and we're so lucky to be part of an encouraging team here in Shelton and love serving such a great community for years. So when you're looking for the freshest meat and the friendliest people, Shelton Locker is the place to go. Shelton Locker says, Go Bulldogs! You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. With our producer-engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, I'm Doug Duda back here at Shelton again saying thanks to Athletic Director Ron Blaze and the crew here for their hospitality. We go to the fourth quarter of play. It'll be given basketball, cruising right now, 35-14. As we said, a little bit better offense both sides there in quarter number three as Rockefeller had part of that. She starts to drive, backs out for the double team, dumps it into Snell, who turns and lays it in. Ten points now for Snell, so Rockefeller with 11, Snell with 10, and Smith with 8. And it's 37-14, Gibbon. Staying in the ball game is Jaden Branson. Branson Branson tries to make the pass. It's knocked away. Full court pass, and we got a travel called on Gibbon. Tried to grab it and put it up all at the same time there. Just had a little too far to go without dribbling, so each team turns it over. Gibbon now with 12, Shelton with 22 turnovers unofficially in the basketball game. Gibbon has not really changed the strategy much, and Rockefeller makes another steal. Bailey takes it down, this time too strong. Offensive rebound pulled down by Smith, gives it off to Kroll. Kroll can't get it to go, and then Smith gets another rebound, and a foul going to be called. Snell getting the second one, excuse me. Snell will go to the line and shoot two. Snell's been there a little bit. She is four of six at the line. The foul called on Bree Kennedy. Her first, and the free throw is good for Ellie Snell, who's got the first three points here in the fourth quarter. 
Second free throw for Snell, also good. 39-14, Gibbon going to get to four and six on the season. See if Shelton can keep a little of this offensive success going that they had in the third quarter. The zone's extended. Toffelmeyer at the top of the key. Throws it to the trailer in center. Pulls up from 15 off the mark, but an offensive rebound won't go that time for Shelton and Kennedy. Gibbon gets the rebound, and Snell trying to go coast to coast. She's contested, and what a shot. It went up and in. Snell had to pull up before she ran over about three Buffalo defenders. And tough, tough shot. Shot it well, and it bounced all the way around the rim and in. So six in a row now for Snell. She's a bucket away from her season average. As Gibbon will pick off another pass, they try to lob it down to Toffelmeyer. It's underthrown. Parker Kenton will get the steal, and a timeout now will be called by Gibbon. It will be their first or second of the game. 6.24 to go in the contest. Gibbon 41, Shelton 14. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Out of the given timeout, it'll be Buffalo basketball and Miranda Smith working against the Shelton man-to-man over to Sydney Kroll. She's down on the left week, uh, left side of the key and throws it up top to Smith. Smith is going to travel with the basketball, and Shelton will get it back. Don't forget when we are done, it's the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Give you a rundown of the final stats, and then it's on to the boys' game. Between the Buffaloes and the Bulldogs. Here's Sinner getting by the defender. Cass up the 16-footer. No good. Sydney Kroll will grab the rebound. And then she is tied up, sneaking around there. Bree Kennedy. The arrow points the way of Shelton. So Gibbon gives it up. And Shelton will get it underneath their own hoop. It'll be Jalissa Sinner to throw it in. Lobs it up to Toffelmeyer on the right elbow. Gets it back to Branson. 10-footer off the iron. High in the air. Rebound. Still loose, and finally going to be picked up by Bailey Rockefeller. First of the half, but seventh of the game, and then the long outlet pass gets away. So now all of a sudden, Gibbon having turnover problems as Branson brings it into the front court. Throws it back out top to Pignon, who has yet to score in the game. Nadia hasn't had a lot of looks over on the wing center. Bounce pass inside, couple of nice passes, and there's the shot. Toffelmeyer on a baseline, rolls off the rim, no good. And the defensive rebound grabbed by Parker Kenton, her seventh of the game. Gives it off to Smith, who brings it into the front court to Rockefeller. Good bounce pass to the cutter, Snell, who lays it up and in. All eight points in the fourth quarter for Gibbon, coming from Ellie Snell. And Gibbon now running away here as Shelton has yet to score in the fourth quarter. Branson sees a three, takes the three, no good. Offensive rebound, Toffelmeyer, and she's fouled on the putback. And Megan will go to the line and shoot two. Foul called on Ellie Snell will be her first of the game. Toffelmeyer, one of the two seniors on this Bulldog basketball squad. She'll put the first free throw up, and it bounces around and in. First point of the fourth quarter 
for the Bulldogs. Five minutes to go. Hendrickson waiting to check in for the shooter, but Blackburn gets in there, and so does Chloe Helrich. Second free throw on the way, and Toffelmeyer hit the front of the iron, no good. Then we're going to get a jump ball on the rebound between Kenton and Kennedy. And the arrow points the way of Gibbon, and that will allow Hendrickson to check into the ball game. Doug Duda with you on this Tuesday night, KKPR-FM. Carney Hastings, Grand Island of the World Wide Web, PlatteRiverPreps.com. It's a cool one out as they break the press again. Another good bounce pass to the cutter. Snell lays it up and in. So Gibbon has found a play that is working, and they're going to the well almost every time. And Snell has been the benefactor. All 10 points for the Buffaloes here in the fourth quarter. And now up by 30 at 45 to 15. With it, Pinon into the corner. She'll get it to Kennedy. Tries to skip it over the zone, but underthrown. The ball's picked off by Snell. She's going to give it up to Smith and let somebody else score, but it's in and out, no good. And then the offensive rebound pulled down by Kroll, and she is fouled. So the foul called on Bree Kennedy is her second. Snell trying to be nice and get the assist, and now Gibbons going to clear the bench. That'll be it for this group with 4.18 to go in the game. Here's Jade Bentley checking into the game. Cranow's back in. Also getting in there is Abby Christensen. Back into the game is Malia Rivera. Rivera drives and uh, draws the foul. Also Bree Bailey in there. So those are the five that came into the ball game for Gibbon. And a, another foul called this time on the Shelton Bulldogs. Goes against Hellrich. Her first. Looking to get it into Cranow. Knocked away Hendrickson. Cranow got it back. The leaner no good. And another foul. Now, they did not play JV today. It's just varsity, so nobody's had the chance to play earlier. And the foul called on Shelton's Lauren Hendrickson will be her second. And at the line, Brianna Cranow to shoot two. And the first one is right through there. Third point for Brianna. 46-15. And the second free throw, that one is a little short. And the rebound is grabbed by the Bulldogs' Bree Kennedy. That is her eighth to lead all Shelton players. Gets it off to Haley Blackburn and brings it into the front court against the Gibbon matchup. They'll get it inside. Hendrickson puts the ball on the floor, draws the double team, kicks it out to Oliver. Ten-footer is no good. Backside rebound pulled down by Bree Bailey, her fourth of the half. She'll get it to Bentley and Jade. We'll bring it across the timeline. The freshman guarded there by Haley Blackburn. Goes to the right side. Bounce pass to Cranow. Over Hendrickson. No good. Offensive rebound. Bailey, and she is fouled. Hendrickson has done a very good job defensively. We mentioned it in the first half. Cranow can match her uh, post for post down there, and she has not reached and slapped. The foul she got last time was trying to block a shot from behind on somebody else's player. Jade Bentley is going to get to go to the line and shoot two. And the first free throw is no good. Bentley getting the rebound of the Cranow miss. Second free throw. Excuse me, that is not Bentley. The second free throw is up, and it is good for Bailey. So Bailey gets one of two, and it's 47-15. to But only one point scored here in the quarter for Shelton. And we'll see if some of the uh, second-teamers can get on the board. Baseline, Oliver, who's still in there, tries to get it to Hendrickson. Can't out to Blackburn from 18 feet. No good. Offensive rebound, Helrich underneath. 
will kick it back on the wing, and they'll try it again. Strong dribble from the left to the right by Blackburn. Double team, kicks it out. Pinon from 12, no good. Comes down to the floor. We're going to get a jump because there's about four players down there. And the arrow points the way of Shelton. And we're going to see some more Gibbon Buffaloes get into the ball game. There comes Claire Key. Kaylee Palmieri. And Marina Escobar all check in. Shelton ball underneath their own hoop. Lob it into Hendrickson right underneath the hoop. Lauren will put it up and get her first points of the evening. And the first bucket of the fourth quarter to the inbounds is stolen away, but Blackburn couldn't get the shot to go. She steals it away again. This time she'll score. Nice hustle underneath by Blackburn. She's got her first bucket, and she makes another steal and a foul, or did she step out of bounds? She stepped out of bounds, so not a clean steal that time. And Shelton all of a sudden is going to put some pressure on. They smell an opportunity to get some steals. As Key will throw it in, and Bentley now will take charge here with 2.40 to go in the game. And a carry going to be called. So all of a sudden, getting a little deeper down the bench, a few more fouls, a few more turnovers. And Shelton will have it at midcourt. 2.41 to go. 47-19, Gibbon there up 20-4 at the half. And Haley Blackburn will throw it in. Into the corner, center's open. She'll take the three. It's going to come up short. Hendrickson fighting for the rebound, but it's going to be grabbed there by Gibbon coming out of there with the basketball. For the Buffaloes was Abby Christensen. Down the floor they come, and the ball is stripped away by center. Center, long pass over everybody except Gibbon's Kaylee Palmieri, so she'll grab it. Up the floor she'll come. Lost the handle and out of bounds. May see a timeout here just to settle them down. It's like 10 dogs trying to get one bone out there right now. 2.17 to go. Half of Mar dogs, right? Bulldogs? 2.15 to go. 47-19. With it, Pinon on the left wing. Back up top, Branson swings it right side. Open shot, Hellrich off the rim, no good. Hendrickson got the rebound, but she's right underneath, so she missed the putback, and it's going to roll out of bounds off of Gibbon. Lauren got the rebound, was already shooting it when she took her head up and went, uh-oh, this ain't going to work, because she was looking at the net. Two minutes to go. Shelton ball underneath their own hoop. And they'll lob it out on the wing for a three-pointer. Branson puts it up. It's no good. Pinon got the rebound, and she's fouled on the putback. Nadia, who has yet to score, will have an opportunity to do so here from the free-throw line. So we had a really good flow. The game was moving along, and now a lot of fouls here. Both teams are in the bonus. That one is the first on Christensen. And the first of two free throws here for Nadia is up and in. 47-20, to 20, Gibbon, 155 to go in the game. Second free throw. On the way, and it is in. But Pignon hits them both. Gibbon was trying to sub. They didn't blow the horn. So waiting over here is one of the Gibbon youngsters as they drive. And a foul going to be called. That'll let her get in. And to the line will be Palmieri. Foul is going to be called on Hellrich, her second. 
And Kaylee has a chance to get in the scorebook as well with a minute 45 to go. And the lefty fires up the free throw, and it's in and out no good. Checking back in for Gibbon is Malia Rivera. And for Shelton, Harley Riley slides into the ball game. Second free throw now for Paul Mary. And that is up. It is no good. And it'll be Shelton basketball. Again, don't forget, if you're looking for more hoops, Adams Central is playing at Minden right now on the breeze, 94.5. Pre-game underway on ESPN 1460. The Kearney High Boys tipping off with Fremont here in about five minutes. As the shot, Hellrich is up no good, but right by herself. Branson couldn't get the put back, and she's going to get another rebound because it's tipped around a couple of times. Shaden was about as open as anybody's been all night and just put it up too strong. Jumper from the right wing, no good by Blackburn. Fight for the loose ball, picked up and scored. Here's Jarissa Sinner. First bucket of the ball game for her, 47-23. Gibbon facing some pressure, just trying to get it into a guard's hand that can push it up the floor. Rivera does a good job to avoid the double team. Gets across the timeline and gets rid of the basketball. One minute to go. Paul Mary with it. Trying to just stay in bounds right now, and we're going to get a jump ball. Arrow points the way of Gibbons, so they'll maintain possession here with 55 seconds to go underneath their own hoop. And Paul Mary to throw it in. Looks in the paint, nothing there. Now the secondary shot. As they flash through the second player, the shot is no good by Key, but the offensive rebound by Paul Mary. Then knocked away by Shelton. And up the floor with it is going to be Blackburn. Tries to come to the stop. Just keeps the pivot foot down. Over to Branson. 12-footer good. Jaden Branson gets in the scorebook. Her first bucket of the ball game. 47-25. So Shelton has put six in a row up on the board. 33 seconds remains in the game. Back in for Gibbon will be Escobar. And pushing the ball up the floor will be Paul Mary. Paul Mary gets around the defender with the left hand, keeps it all the way into the corner. Stutter dribble, comes to the baseline, gets the jumper away and hit it. Boy, Kaylee did a good job back and forth, taking it close to the hoop, then backing it up. By close, I mean she started to advance it about 12 feet, backed up, and then went by the defender. Down to the final 10 seconds. Shot by Blackburn won't go. She'll get her own rebound all the way out around the top of the key. They let her alone, so she'll shoot the three. It's no good. Sinner gets the putback at the horn, and the basketball game is over. So Shelton started really slow offensively, couldn't get anything to go in the hoop, and then get to about their season average right here. As the final score, the Gibbon Lady Buffaloes, 49. The Shelton Lady Bulldogs, 27. Shelton Owens, 7. Gibbon, 4 and 6. We will look at the final numbers on the New West Postgame Show right after this on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Anderson Brothers can rewire your entire house or just add a handy outlet. We can fix an annoying drip or install a whole new kitchen and bath. We can change your furnace filter or convert your entire home to geothermal heat. After all, our name says it all. Anderson Brothers Electric, Plumbing, and Heating. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers. Neighbors serving your neighborhood for over 65 years. 
athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. And as always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors as we head into the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Well, Shelton had a ton of girls score, but nobody had more than five points. So here are the numbers. Jaden Branson, two points, two rebounds. Haley Blackburn, two points, two rebounds. Chloe Heldrich had one rebound. Nadia Pignon, two points, four rebounds and a block. Bree Kennedy, four points, a team high, eight rebounds and a block. Kelsey Oliver, five points, three rebounds. Jalissa Sinner, two points, four rebounds. Lauren Hendrickson, two points, two rebounds, two blocks. Jarissa Sinner, five points, three rebounds. And Megan Toffelmeyer, three points and four rebounds. Just four points in the first half for Shelton. They had 23 in the second half. And they finished right about their season average with 27 points, 33 rebounds, 4 out of 12 at the free throw line, 1 of 5 from three-point land, 4 blocks, 26 turnovers. Shelton's still looking for that first win. They're now 0-7, and, and up next for Shelton, they will go to Deschler on Friday night, and then they are back home next week uh, to take on... In fact, they've even got a Monday night makeup game with Lawrence Nelson, then Arcadia Loop City on the 10th at Ravenna on the 13th. For the Gibbon Lady Buffaloes, Jade Bentley had a rebound. Kaylee Palmieri had two points and a rebound. Bailey Rockefeller had 11 points, seven rebounds for the freshman. Ellie Snell ended up with a game-high 18, 10 of those coming in the fourth quarter. She also had six rebounds and two blocks. Miranda Smith, eight points, five rebounds and a block. Bree Bailey, 1.5 rebounds. Brianna Cranow had three points. Abby Christensen had a rebound. So did Claire Key. Sydney Kroll, 1.3 rebounds. And Parker Kenton, 5 points and a team high, 8 rebounds. 20 points in the first half, 29 in the second half. And Gibbon finishes with 49 points, 38 rebounds, 13 out of 22 at the free throw line. 0 of 3 from 3-point land, 3 blocks, 20 turnovers in the basketball game. Gibbon improves to 4-6 and six with a 49-27 win here at Shelton, and they will play at Ord Friday, return home to take on Broken Bow on Saturday. Then Blue Hill rolls in. Uh, they have four out of five at home after the Ord game on Friday. We're about 20 minutes away from tip-off of the boys' game, so we'll have that coming your way. Right now, our Care moment of the game brought to you by Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York. Serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond, call Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. We'll give it to Shelton for the way they came out and played in that third quarter. 
You only have four points in the first half. They did some X's and O's at halftime and executed a lot better in the third quarter. And then for Gibbon, uh, when we got into the uh, latter portions of the third quarter and into the fourth, they were hitting the cutters, whether it was Snell or Rockefeller, getting some easy buckets in the half court. So that's our Osara Care moments of the game. You've been listening to the the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. New West is here to get you back to it, no matter the activity. Schedule your appointment today. Final score, Gibbon 49 and Shelton 27. We'll take a little break. Be back with boys' action. Don't forget, Adams Central and Minden currently playing on the breeze, 94.5, and the Kearney High boys taking on Fremont right now on ESPN 1460. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney LaserTech has been putting the surf back in service for over 17 years. LaserTech can help you with all your printer needs, new and reconditioned units, multifunction units, and fax machines, or cartridges and accessories for an existing printer. LaserTech technicians are dispatched quickly, utilizing the latest technology, giving you same-day, next-day service. With LaserTech, trouble-free solutions are only a phone call away. Know how to find the right solution for your business. The solution is how LaserTech is helping businesses, doing what can be done every day. Listen, college should introduce you to new ideas. It should open your mind to a world of possibilities. You can get access to real-world opportunities at Hastings College, where the world and you align. Find us at Hastings.edu. The proceeding has been a KKPR Sports Production, brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com.